Touchdown Tampa Bay. You're listening to the Pewtercast. As you know, hello, everyone. Uh, you found out very quickly. Brent's not here. Uh, we don't have his audio as well either. But uh, I am here. We brought in a special guest, Prime. Prime has been a big fan of the show. We've had him on a few times. Say hello to the people, Prime. Hello, hey, Prime. Hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? It's good to talk to you after a win. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? There's yes. a delay. Yeah, man. Hey, it's good to talk to you after a win, man. Looking forward to it. Gotcha. Look, yeah, we... uh, looking forward to this. All right. Well, we're going to have to fight through this because it seems like there's going to be a delay. But everyone, we need your help. Since we're taking, since Brent's not here, I don't have like a big, super duper nice soundboard. So we're going to take uh, video chats. So I'm going to drop the link and all. And there it is. Uh, go ahead. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Facebook, or you're watching on Twitter, just click that link and you'll come in and you'll be sort of on an underneath board and I'll see you. I will tell you that I see you and then uh, we'll bring you up and we'll talk Buccaneers football. But Prime, man, whoa, the Bucks they, 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 they tried to lose this one. <laughs> what, what do you think? Give me your feelings. Man, uh, so other than other than the near heart attacks, um, the anger over officiating, the mm-hmm. numerous holding calls that were missed. There were holding calls on both sides that were missed, but it just it seemed like there were um it seemed like Shaq was getting held all day, Shaq and Vea. Um and impressed with very impressed with Justin Herbert. Like mm-hmm. flat out. No matter the, the the kid, the kid balled. He balled. And I'm also impressed with our team's ability to be down 17, not get shaken, not get, not get it, keep your head in the game. And as soon as we got the break we needed with that first fumble, it was on. At that point, it seemed like the offense all of a sudden started clicking. Um and and we were we were we were headed for a shootout and we were determined to win it. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on Herbert. Very impressive. Uh, And their game plan was great. They got the ball out of his hand very fast, constantly. And every time they didn't, there was a lot of pressure. But when the pressure did come, he identified the open one-on-one guy and got it there and hit two of them for big scores. So I was really impressed uh, about Herbert. Um, I was a little shocked that the speed of our defense on all those short passes didn't come up and, and make more plays. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, we got to win. We got to win. We have our first person in video chat. His name is Eric. And uh, Prime, when you give me the thumbs up, I'm going to bring him up because I know there's a touch delay. Boom. Nope. Okay. Eric, What's up? how are you doing? Big win. Man. Bucks 38, Chargers 31. I know, man. I've seen the game. I was upset, man. First half, I was at work. Watching the game when I was at work. I was upset at first. Too many bad calls. Too many mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was. Uh, we're not like the Falcons. Don't give up big up leads and come back. We're not the Falcons. Yeah, I feel you, Eric. Who was, who? What? What surprised you the most on about the Buccaneers today? Like, was it Brady being on it, point? It was, it was a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I, I was surprised. I don't think Tom Brady lost focus, man. After we down seventeen points, I don't think. I don't think he, he wasn't worried. No, he wasn't, and that was that was probably a game uh, that we don't lose. Uh, or we do lose, you know, in years past. Um, it was a, you can't underestimate the huge of a break that that fumble was to get that touchdown right before going into the halftime. And then when they yeah. came back out, you know, if you include that touchdown at the end of the half, they scored five straight times. Mm-hmm. Next, exactly. five times next five yeah. times they had the ball. 
And again, two weeks in a row, and this is, you know, sort of my thing, you know, my silver lining two weeks in a row, got the ball, possessed the ball, ran it down their throats, you know, and, and gave it back. But, uh, you know, the, the defense held and, uh, and, but going from like eight minutes left to, uh, you know, just about two minutes left when they finally, when Chargers finally got the ball back, that was, that was big, 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 big. Uh, hey, Ronald Jones came up big. Ron and Peter, were you guys, I mean, Ron and, uh, what's Prime. Prime. Were you, were you guys surprised when men come back and won the game? Were you, was you shocked? Go ahead, Prime. So, man, honestly, after, once it was, uh, 14, 20, uh, 14, 24, and then we scored in the second half, the, uh, coming, coming out of the second half, I actually expected to win at that point. Um, it was just the way the, it's the way the team looked. The team, like I said, they never looked shook. They didn't look out of the game. They didn't look overwhelmed. They looked like a team that was making mistakes early, um, a team that had several blown, several blown uh, coverages. But I expected actually to win that game, but I expected it to be a shootout. Like, I right, got to accept it. It's going to be a shootout yeah. whether you like it or not. We just got should, should we be worried about these undefeated Bears this come Thursday, these 3 and Bears? Uh, you know, I, I, I want to see how they play this week, but uh, I don't think – and this is something else. Like, in years past, if if the Buccaneers were the Chargers going in to play our Buccaneers, say like in years past, we would say that – can we win this game? Like, absolutely we can. But everything would have to go perfect. And you know what? For the first two quarters and 14 minutes and 50 seconds, it did for the Chargers. And then once, you know, once sort of like the dam broke, uh, you know, the offense got clicking and we came back. I was scared, man. I, I ain't know we was going to win that game. I was scared. I was very, I was very, very upset because I called for a bloodbath and a blowout. And <laughs> we were losing. <laughs> I was I was very upset. Yeah. Man, never throw the, never throw a deep Jones, out man. to Justin Watson again. Ever. That's two pick sixes. Ronald Jones dropped mm-hmm. five catches could have been big yardage. Yeah. And I'll tell you so, you know what? Keyshawn Vaughn, his hands are good. That was a hell of a catch. That was a hell broke up an arm tackle and then put his shoulder in and got a touchdown. Hey, and hopefully and, Fortnite come back Thursday. Hope hope Fortnite comes back. Because I don't want Rojo playing this game. Oh, uh, I think you're a little hard uh, on him. Rojo He's, actually played well. I mean Yeah. Yeah. Rojo's Rojo good, played man. well, man. Even with the but, even with the I mean, passes uh, he dropped, I mean, he still I mean, ran. Well, I mean, for catching, that's all he did. He dropped some, it's no big deal. All right, Eric, we we got him lining up in the chat. Uh, anything you want to say at the end? Go, Bucks, fire them canvas. We're three and one. Let's go. There you go, Eric. All right, we got Zach coming up. Zach does not have video, but he really wants to talk, Bucks. So, Zach, when I pull you up, just go ahead and start talking. Welcome to the show, Zach. I love your icon. Thank you so much. It's very creative. (laughs) It is very creative. That that's hot. That is. You know, did you go to designer school? Are you a web designer? Because that's yeah, a, it took like four or five years. <laughs> okay, because that's simple. Like it, it tells a story. It's good Minimalist. as a road sign. Minimalist. Yes, yes. <laughs> like it. What's on your mind, yeah. Zach? Well, uh, you know, I've been watching for a while. I thought I'd just call in. Um, I just uh, I wanted to get your guys' take on Brady in the second half because it seemed like, uh, you know, we started moving the ball a lot more. And I was curious if you guys thought that Brady started taking over play calling or what What, what was the deal with that? Go ahead, Prime. No, no, man. It, it wasn't a matter of taking over play calling. Um, 
I think one, it was a matter of timing. There were several plays that were just off in the first half. There were several plays that Scott, there were two plays in particular to Scotty Miller, two bombs in the first half that just missed. Um, it just in the second half, he hit him, right? So that that's that's one of your differences. Two, the offensive line did a good job in the first half, and I think they did an even an even better job in the second half. So you saw Brady with the clean pocket and you saw Rojo uh, being able to run. So yeah. I think that those are your biggest and then honestly, Mike Evans just been a beast. Like just just been a beast. I don't think Brady took over play calls or anything. The play calls look pretty much the same. Execution was the difference in the second half. Okay, fair. Yeah, I was just really excited because uh, I I really loved how we were moving the ball in the second half and the first half. I was very nervous, but you know we came back with the win, and that's what you get when you have the goat. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Like you couldn't have looked any better. I mean, it was like so they. Uh, they miss a field goal. Two plays later, touchdown. Two passes to Scotty Miller, and then they and then it's like, okay, you can breathe a little bit. Like finally, and then they then they go cover zero, all out blitz, and again Herbert identifies the one on one, identifies the deep ball. You know, SMB can't let that guy get behind him. That's like you. He knows there's no one behind him. He knows it. Like even if you give up, like if you give up the first down, that's much better than letting the guy get behind you. But yeah, you know, in this, it's it's usually been the first half. But you saw, you know, with with the Bucks offense sort of clicking. But you know, in that second half, when push came to shove, Brady does what Brady, what Brady does, and you know, he was he was just awesome. Prime wants to chime in here. So here's the question I have on that SMB uh, when he blew the coverage on that touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, he the when when he went to tackle him, he it looked odd, awkward when he fell he down on that bomb. He I was wondering if yeah, I'm wondering if do you think he is? Uh, I saw somebody a- ask this on a board, but uh, is he still hurt? When he got hurt last week, was he playing hurt today? Because Zach, that game. what do you think? What do you think, uh, Zach? I mean, he did definitely seem like he was slower, but I couldn't really tell uh, of an injury. Uh, I wasn't really, I'll be honest, I wasn't really paying attention to it, Uh, but I hope not. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't look 100% to me. Uh, I'm glad he was out there, though. Uh, or maybe not, because Whitehead, that is two out of four games, Whitehead has looked abysmal. Uh, and another blown zone coverage uh, for the Buccaneers for a big game, which is also really scary. Um, you know, but again, like in two weeks, we're not going to care or remember, like, you know, Green yeah. Bay will be coming to town. We're three and one and, you know, and we're going to Chicago in four days and yeah. we're going to whoop up on the bears. So, you know, I'm not like, uh, I'm, I'm very, very relieved. We won this game. Uh, I don't think there are many quarterbacks in the league that could have brought us back to win this game. And, you know, it was, it, it was, it was, it's just so nice to see as a Bucks fan, man. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like they overcame, it was adversity, adversity, and they kept digging and kept digging and kept digging. And then they got the, and then they started winning and then they ran the ball to drain out the clock. It was beautiful. You know, it's about time that we've had this sort of feeling while watching Bucks games. Yeah. I feel like it's been way too long, way overdue. And it's just so great to our team come together and finish a game. Zach, week one. When we got the ball and drove down and scored and Brady snuck in, I cried. Like my eye, yeah. my eyes actually watered up. I didn't cry like yeah. a baby, but like I, I, I got verklempt. I was like, oh my God, this is. <laughs> I hear eight you. Play, eight plays, no penalties, no negative, no negative yards, no dumb plays. <laughs> I'm on the West Coast, so I watch games at, you know, 10 in the morning and my girlfriend was sleeping in and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. Just can't believe what, what I'm seeing. 
Yeah, uh, I'm really glad that the Bucks are streaming the video on their app this year because I was outside for most of the first half just pounding, chain-smoking cigarettes, walking around the yard. I was not <laughs> a happy camper. Yeah, yeah. Anything else, Zach? We got uh, we got some guys from uh, across the pond waiting. No, man, that's about it for me. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Thank you so much for coming in, man. I appreciate it. Next, we got Matthew at UK Bucks. So I'm assuming, uh, you know, they're they're up late, up early. I'm not sure what's going on, but maybe we'll find out, or maybe it's just a, a clever uh, at on Twitter. Gentlemen, introduce yourselves. Hello, welcome to the Petercast. Hi, hi, Ren. Hi, Prime. It's uh, Matthew and Alex from UK Bucks. We uh I managed to call in last the last 1pm 1, 1 game a couple of weeks ago and said we'd try and get in at the next 1pm game, so here right, we right. are. Welcome, welcome. What's on your mind? Oh, it was a, what a game. I mean, that first half, you, you sat there sort of thinking, um, you know, it didn't look it was ever going to come back. And, uh, and and quite frankly, I mean, the, the biggest thing for me really was I just thought, Big, big props to Mike Evans, you know, playing on one hamstring, playing mm-hmm. on one calf, absolutely dominant in that, in that second half, especially 122 yards, one touchdown. Thank you, thank you, thank you to whoever that idiot was getting in his face at the end of the first half because it fired Mike up and he was absolutely dominant in that second half. Yeah, when Mike when Mike got fired up there, uh, I'm getting a little feedback from your laptop, no big deal. Uh it was, I was very, oh, how do I put it? The way Mike felt, because Mike bowed up and was going to punch the guy right in the face. Like you saw it, like Mike, Mike squared yep. up on that guy. And that's exactly how I felt. And I was mad at Mike for it. I was like, I was like, Mike, I mean, you can't do that. This is stuff you did in your rookie year. Then we saw you do with Lattimore. Then we saw you do week one again. Uh, but you, I, 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 now the game's over and we won. I really don't care. And I agree with you. It, it, it focused him. And that what happens with Mike. He, he almost loses it. And then someone will just like make a good play on him and he'll tap him on the head. Good play. Good play. And after that, he was mad. He was making catches. And what I, another thing about Mike Evans this year, I like is he's not looking for a place to land. It got him hurt, <laughs> but he's not looking for a place to land as soon as he catches the ball. What do you th- what do you think about Prime? No, 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 no. I was just gonna say I'm with you, man. He he doesn't look for a place to land. I do want to say this with Mike uh, getting angry. I was <laughs> I was right there with y'all, upset that Mike wanted to that he that he got the 15 yard penalty, but I also understood it in that I believe I believe Mike felt that the Chargers were playing dirty. I think with all the extra holding, the the play where they pulled him down uh, to him, it may have felt because of how he got pulled down, it may have felt like a horse collar. And so when the when the guy hit him low, he just he lost his he lost his mind because he's thinking you you hurt me earlier and now you 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 dive at my knees. Um, and whoever calmed him down, I don't know if Mike does that for himself. Um, if when he gets his 15 yard penalty, if he can calm back down, he's about to torture. And the fact that he torched him on one leg is freaking insane. Yeah. yeah, he did great. Uh, and then if and talk about playing dirty when he got his touchdown pass and then they tried to strip the ball and then Mike went down, then the guy went for his legs and then just like, uh, oh God, uh, the guy from the Cowboy, Tristan something. I liked him. He was UCF, came out of college. Anyway, he grabbed yeah, Mike's yeah, leg yeah. And, and rolled in it and rolled it with it and twisted it again. And Mike got up limping again, but he didn't go after him. He didn't go after him. What else did you guys, uh, what else did you two like from the game? Yeah, guys, what, what did you make of the um, the play call by the Chargers at 24 to 7 up in the first half to go for that that running play when they could have just taken John in at half time? All of a sudden, the books turned the ball over. That that kind of changed the game for me. I don't know about what you thought about that one. It did change the game. I haven't seen anything like that happen since, what is it, the miracle at the Meadowlands with the Steelers, Eagles, Tony Dungy scoop it up. 
that I was fully expecting them to just sit like Neil. I, I don't know what they were doing. I guess maybe they were feeling it. Maybe they were up so much like, oh, we're not going to turn over the ball. It's a very conservative, very safe play. You're not you're going to do that play 400 times a year and you're not going to fumble it. So I get it. Maybe they're working something in the future, trying to get Herbert a little seasoned for this type of game management down the road. But thank God they did, man. I mean, <laughs> like if, if they didn't fumble it, no one have a problem with it, you know? you know it's like you try to pop one everyone does it you're down there you try to pop on a first down it doesn't okay so you kneel down like that's what everybody does so you know just uh, you know praise jesus uh <laughs> that changed the whole entire game for me what did you think about the play prime too aggressive or just bad luck no just bad luck if, if it was us think about it they 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 were the underdogs basically no one picked them to win this game they they hop in the game they're up 24 7 right mm-hmm. we all would be screaming hey put your foot on earth put your foot on their throats right take them out and you have 50 seconds your 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 quarterback is bombing he has what two bombs at that point um why not like and it wasn't like they threw the ball it was just a run it's one of those runs you see if you can just if you can pop a quick 10 yards you have the momentum you have the momentum mm-hmm. i don't remember their timeout situation but i'm willing to bet they had at least two so if you have the timeouts and you have uh the momentum why not try a run it was just bad luck it was just bad execution by your rookie quarterback in that moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. What else did you like or didn't like? I think uh, I think one of the other things as well is I think we all like how aggressive and how much we blitz on the on, on defense. But I do think one of the things, <laughs> except that, for that one play, <laughs> yeah, except, except for that one time. Uh, but, I do just think that we did see some of the warning signs against some of the teams we're coming up against in in, in future weeks, you know, the Chiefs uh-huh. and stuff who can really sling it with a lot of pace. I think we just do need to be careful how often we're blitzing on sort of third down and, and whether or not, you know, I, I don't know, like it just, it, it works and it's great and the defence is playing well, but I do think that, you know, we do have to be careful how often we're bringing, you know, if you bring the pressure, you've got to get home, basically. That's, that's it, isn't it, really? Like, right, I, I'm with you. Um, the most we blitz was against Denver last week in the in those three games up to then because they had a real beat up defense, oh, excuse me, offensive line. I think that's what they tried against the Chargers too. I think the Chargers, again, had a great game plan. Like, I don't know if Herbert actually took a, you know, took, you know, set back there and looked deep more than five times. Mm. They got it to the edges fast. They did lots of screens. They you know, screens to the running back, screens to the wide receiver, uh, screens to the tight end. Um, you know, so it was going to be really, really, really hard to get to Herbert. Uh, and I think Todd Bowles is just stuck to his game plan. I think in a, in a team like Chicago and a team like Green Bay, they're, they're not going to blitz as much. Um, because you know they're they know that uh, Chicago's line will have a better chance of standing up, standing up to him, and, and Green Bay's as well. And then plus you got Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be Justin Herbert like and find the open guy uh, <laughs> and throw it. So, I mean, you know, I, I didn't. I, I'm the defense. At one point, I'm looking at it was right before that that zero cover touchdown, and I'm looking at it. I'm going, you know, I feel like the defense doesn't play well, but they've only given up 17 points. Mm-hmm. It was 24 at the yeah. time, but you know, one was a pick six. I'm mean, they've only given up 17 points. The problem was it reminded me a lot of like you know the heyday Bucks that when we first went to Pewter was they never got off the field. They never got they never got a three and out. Like they could never flip the field for the offense. Like the teams would never score, but they get like two, three first downs and pin us down you know inside the 20 next to the 20 inside the 25 the offense would have to march down the field that always bothered me even back then but i never brought it up because i didn't have a podcast and i was like a kid no one no one you know i don't care what i had to say but that's what it reminded me of this game what do you think prime blitzing too much just enough or uh or is the porridge just right so i actually 
<laughs> I have a little bit of a different viewpoint, actually. So in the I don't um I don't know if y'all recognize it, but in the first half, in the first half, we did not blitz in the first half as much as we blitzed in some other games. So we were bringing on on a matter of fact, on one of the bombs from um, it might have been the one on the left side uh, into the end zone. But that was that was a four man rush. So mm-hmm. I was actually over here in the first half screaming for balls to bring the blitz because like we talked last week our team when we don't bring pressure the team doesn't hold up as well on the back end so i think we need to win it now that does that does bringing pressure mean that our cornerbacks have to on on that man cover they they have to be on their man we can't have that to be letting this man get over the top of him yes it does mean that it is a high risk high reward defense but i think when we go back and look at the game we're probably going to see that the first half had fewer blitzes, fewer pressures than the second half did. And even though the second half, it's it's so high risk, high reward. At the end of the day, the the, the Carlton Davis interception um, at the end of the game that was a blitz. And Davis and and, and I think it's I think it was um, um I think Shaq had the pressure. Shaq had the pressure on the edge, which um, yeah. caused the uh, Herbert to not be able to set that throw the way he needed to. Mm-hmm. And it is a high risk, high reward. It is a heart attack inducing defense but i think we have to just realize what it is and live with it good and bad so guys i mean we haven't talked about this guy yet and i can't believe it because he might be the only person who you know brought the energy and it felt like it showed up as only person who showed up especially in in the uh first half on defense levante david like was that guy a monster i mean how how is he revered (laughs) over there over there across the pond absolutely like i I think it pretty much like in, in the States, everyone thinks that this is a guy who's not got the credit he should have over the years. Um, and it was nice to see him making so many big plays, even being during the week that he's had um, defensive player of the month. So um, it was great to see him arguably having more impact today than he has in the, the first three games. But certainly someone we feel who's been underrated over the over the last few years. So yeah, a, a really big game from him. And I think Devin White, not not his best game today, but certainly um, yeah, Levante is such a, a great player to to learn from going forward over the next few weeks. And the other thing as well is that that uh, that, that play that Levante made on when I can't think who went low, someone went low, the player went over him and Levante almost stands him up midair to save one yard to get them off the field. That's just like an unbelievable sort of, you know, show of just like determination and strength to just keep that bloke in midair from getting to that first down. Like it's just it's incredible. Like I think the Buccaneers defense lead the league in uh opponent spikes. JPP has one. He spiked the guy uh, w- uh when our first game in uh in Ray J. Uh the guy up in him and JPP spiked him and now uh you know El- Levante Dave not to be outdone, you know, spiked the guy today. Just uh you know just just pushed him into the ground. Uh yeah, and and not only that, it was if he wasn't there, the guy was going to get the first down. Mm. Like his momentum was going to carry him for the first down, and they really, really, really needed a three and out. Uh, because that just you know that I, I think yeah, that was when we had just taken the lead, and they ended up punting the ball, and they didn't get it back till under two minutes in the game. So yeah, huge, huge play there by Levante David. Anything else, guys? You want to talk about uh, what you guys do over there, or you got a fan club kicking, or or well, you can still talk about the game. And you know, just want to thank you. Go ahead. Oh, go on. No, I was just going to say, just quickly mention on as well that uh, at twenty four seven town, that those are the moments and the reasons why you bring in the goat. That is why you bring Brady in, because then, like, even at the end, like Alex made a really good point live when, like, at the end of at the, after we just score to go in at half time. 
Tom Brady's running in past Mike Evans and you're expecting him to dap him up or something. And he's going in and he looks furious as he's running in, even though we've just scored. And it's like that, it's that level of intensity that is the reason why Tom Brady is who he is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I said it and prime agreed with me. And if he didn't, he should, uh, we don't win. We don't win that game without Tom Brady or, or a Patrick Mahomes or a Russell Wilson and maybe an Aaron Rodgers, but that's about it. Like Drew Brees doesn't make that comeback. Can't throw the ball that far. Uh, you know, I don't think, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson can make that comeback. Uh, you know, fantastic player, great weapon. Uh, um, he would have to make that comeback more with his legs and with his arms, with his arm. We saw that on Monday night football, um, or maybe it was Sunday. I don't know. Like it's one of the handful of few, uh, people that did that and everybody showed up and, and you also saw the offense make concerted effort in, and maybe it was Brady going, can I throw the ball to Scotty Miller, please? Because, you know, he showed up huge in the second half. And I think he got like four or five balls thrown to him in a row. Yeah. And it was a, a big day for Tristan Wirfs as well, going up against um, Joey Bosa. Joey who? Never heard of him. <laughs> Never saw him. Never saw him. The very first run play, it was a replay of it. And uh, it was one when Rojo bounced it outside and got like five yards. And then Wirfs had Bosa... And Rojo got by him, and Worth just like pushed him, like just threw him to the ground. And Bozo was kind of bounced and, and scooted down, you know, down the hash mark. Yeah. You know, uh, and if we're going to talk about worse, which is well-deserved, hey, Donovan Smith, even though he wasn't going up against Evan Ingram, like I saw some hustle plays out of him today. Uh, no sacks given up by the Buccaneers. So, you know, I think he's playing hurt with that knee. Um, that's why he's had, you know, sort of more boneheaded plays than normal, which is saying a lot. Uh, but today he, if we you know, find today, out that he's hurt, I'll apologize. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll send him a card. I'll apologize on the pod and then send him a card. But, uh, yeah, everything was great. All right, guys, last call. I got some guys waiting in the, uh, there in the queue. Yeah, no problem. And, uh, I suppose a shout out to our own podcast guys yeah, overseas. Do we do about about two a week um, at UK Books on on Twitter. Certainly not as not as professional as you guys, but um, oh, I suppose if you want to hear for some uh, rantings <laughs> from us overseas, then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for having us on again, man. Thank yes, you. of course, anytime. And I listen to you guys, just to let you know. You guys do good work. I like it. Thank you very much. Yeah, good... go Bucks. Take care, guys. Go Bye-bye. All right, Prime, Bucks. rolling right along. We got uh, Robert uh, at Cali Bucks on Twitter. Robert, thank you for waiting. Saw you in there a long time. Appreciate your patience. What's up? Uh, first of all, love you guys. Thank love, you. Love listening to you. Love it. Yep. Yep. Uh, Prime and I are, are the new uh, dynamic duo. <laughs> three three quick things. <laughs> I agree 100% with Prime on defense. We did not blitz early, uh-huh. and I think it affected us. Once we started to turn it on, this defense plays well when they play with speed and uh-huh. with pressure. This is how we play. Preach, we, Robert. What was that? Preach. Yeah, when it was uh when we went in early and we decided I don't know we played more coverage it felt like yeah. he, we just let him pick us apart a little bit um I felt like the drops were a little too deep um it it just felt out of the ordinary so once we started to pick it up hit that blitz this defense loves to play hard they love to play fast they thrive on pressure and I think you need to die on that sword whether it kills you down the line. Whether you find a team like an Aaron Rodgers that can figure out how to pick that apart, you got to die on that sword because it's what we're good at. Yeah, Prime. Yep. So, the, I, man, I agree with you a hundred percent, Robert. If, if not just if, because our defense is built to play fast 
to play aggressive, to play downhill. If you choose to to call the dogs off, they don't know how to play that way. And we're not going to get those game-changing plays. And then what you also have to trust in, when we're talking about a whole team, we have to trust in the fact that, hey, we have the GOAT over here, so he's not going to, he's going to make the play to win and not make the play to lose. So if we trust him, then we also have to trust mm-hmm. the defense to say, hey, listen, mm-hmm. you can take some risks. You can take some gambles because if you if you uh, win big and you get a fumble and you get a uh, you get an interception, then the goat's gonna he's going to uh, we're trusting him going to get seven. And if you don't and you miss, then we're also trusting him still to go and get seven. So it's a the team as a whole is built to actually be aggressive. Even our offense is big play. Nothing about this team is kind of uh, let the, sit back and let the game come to you. You got to go and get it. Nothing slow and methodical. It is in your face. It is we're going to put the pressure on you. And if you could figure out a way to stop it, then perfect. Then you stopped it. But until then, we shouldn't kill ourselves with these dropping into coverage. Even in the beginning, I didn't feel like we showed a lot of that double eight blitz. We didn't even show it. We just stayed back, stayed in coverage, trusted our front four to get pressure on a quarterback and Herbert, who I love coming out of college. I love that kid being in Cali. Being in Cali, I saw Oregon. I, I, my brother, my brother-in-law is a huge Charger fan, so I followed a lot of Herbert. I love what that kid's doing. I think he's a, a very bright spot, and he showed it. He picked us apart. He, they had a like he, like Ren said, had a great game plan. Get it out of his ball hands short or out of his hand uh, early, and it, the way he diagnosed the blitz and just mm-hmm. let it rip, let it rip with that arm was beautiful. Yeah, I was very impressed with Herbert, but I will say that I think there was a couple of plays where he was extremely lucky. Oh, um, absolutely. And they were like back-to-back. Like SMB was coming in for an interception right after Hunter Henry had that long screen pass. Like, okay, we score. And then, you know, we of course, Pinion kicks it out of the end zone. You know, he does that. Well, that touchdown in the corner, I believe it was on Bunting. Touchdown in the – was it on Bunting? Touchdown in the corner. Yeah. Uh, for uh, yeah, Herbert yeah, he's Hitler. talking about the one where Bunch oh no, yeah, 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 that was great coverage. That was great coverage. Yeah, and, and it just got there. It's a, you can't blame anybody for that play. Great coverage. You beat us. They get paid right. too. Second one, the the Carlton Davis, the Keenan Allen, Carlton Davis, right over Carlton Davis' fingertips. You can't play it any better. That was the, got- that was going to be the play I was talking about, and the one right before that was the second cross to Hunter Henry, and SMB mm-hmm. had it. But Herbert, I don't know if he did it on purpose or it was just a bad throw, but he threw it behind Herbert. If he led Herbert like where you know you think he was going to. That was SMB's ball. And mm-hmm. then the one to Keenan Allen, I don't know if he threw it there on purpose, but if that ball is six inches lower or oh, a foot lower, that is Carlton's it's ball. Ours. It's it should have hit him in the chest. If it was a better throw, it should have hit him in the chest. I mean, Keenan <laughs> Allen had to jump like a 61-inch vertical <laughs> leap and then and then catch it like on the points and then get his feet down. And just it go, he, it's like, come on, man. Like, Jesus. Like, <laughs> That's like, why that Keenan Allen's always on my fantasy team. That guy. I, like has like 19 lucky rabbits feet you know but again <laughs> but again he he diagnosed where to go with the ball and the blitz was coming he saw the blitz that got out of his hands a lot but when they were taking their shots deep one-on-one deep, he found the guy and he then he dropped it in the bucket all day Absolutely. long one one other thing i wanted to bring up prime brought up not letting the goat down you don't want to let the goat down Mm-hmm. I think this team feels that a lot. I, I was saying I'm a barber out here in California. 
And uh, I would tell a lot of customers that if Jameis Winston comes back to this team, when he walks into that locker room, Mike Evans looks at him and says, what's up, Jameis? Hey, what's up, Jameis? If Andy Dalton comes into this team, Dak Prescott comes into this team, a rookie like Herbert comes in this team, the locker room says, hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Tom Brady walks into this locker room. It's hello, Mr. Brady. Hi, hi, Mr. Brady. Hey, Mr. Brady. I feel like that has been such a factor to us, a huge factor in this team. Yeah, you know, that that's sort of the was the, I guess, narrative going around when B.A. sort of got here was like guys don't want to let down B.A. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, defense. I'm sorry. I even feel it from the defense. Yeah. Well, if you know, and we're 2000. Well, you're you're like 5000, uh, 4000, 3000 miles away. Like I'm a couple hundred. You know, I'm, I'm like 30, 40 miles away. Prime's like, you know, like six, seven, eight hundred, nine mi- miles away. Yeah. If we feel it, then they got to feel it. I mean, you could tell even the media felt it like their coverage of Brady. Like for a while, they're like, you know, they're like, oh, I don't get to meet Tom. And they pouted about it for like a week and a half. Like, I don't get to meet him. He doesn't know who I am. Like every time they mention his name, not that he'd know me. Blah, 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 blah. Like, come on. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, you know, I said last week in the Denver game, like before the Denver game, it's like Tom Brady was one of the reasons Tom Brady was was not. He's brought here to not lose these type of games. Right. The Denver game. Right. And I, I called it a CCP cut, copy and paste. This is going to be the same exact thing that you saw in Denver. And again, this is the type of game that Brady's here. Like he, he doesn't lose these type of games. You know, mm-hmm. if they're not, if they don't have a Dolphins on the side of their helmet. He beats you if you're if you're not a good team. So right. One 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 last thing. Uh, that offensive line play. Tom Brady's jersey looked like it came straight out of the dry cleaner. It was beautiful. I love to see it. Tristan Worf's is awesome. One thing that I always had a problem with with this offensive line a few years back is uh, bad runs, bad bad pass protection. Whenever Doug Martin would go down, Doug Martin got himself back up. Whenever Jameis right. went down, Jameis got himself back up. I don't know what happened, and I feel like it was a Ryan Jensen thing, mm-hmm. Ali Marpet thing. Mm-hmm. Now, when running backs hit the floor, one thing I learned young, because I was a big ugly in the trenches too, high school, all through that. I learned two things as a big ugly. Number one, if there's a fumble, you fat, you, you fall. If, if, if it's a fumble, you're fat, you fall on it. If you're skinny, you scoop and score. Number two, if uh, your running back goes down, you help them up. That's your job. If your quarterback goes down, you help them up. One thing I see with this offensive line, they're working in unison. They're picking up Ronald Jones. They're picking up Leonard Fournette when he's available. Tom, I just love the way that offensive line is looking right now. And Donovan Smith, man, he looked angry. I, I liked it. Had a good game. Mm-hmm. Good game. All right, guys. Game. I'll let you get on to the next ones. It was a pleasure. Love you guys. I'll keep watching. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> All right, Robert. Thanks, man. You know, Prime. Sorry, John. I'll bring you right up. You know, Prime. I just wanted to say this before we bring up our next video chat. Uh, Todd's Bowl defense is so aggressive, it, it should be classified as an offense. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a long delay hey, I, thought well maybe done. I, I thought maybe i lost you i was like oh man <laughs> like, he always laughs at my jokes wait a minute can you not hear me what's going on hey I, all I, right I agree with you yeah yeah all right you know him you love him the king of newport richie newport richie john what's up johnny <laughs> hey hey red hey prime first time i first what's time we've on, 
see each other face to face. How you doing? How you doing, Prime? I'm good, man. How you doing? Doing all right. A um, couple things. Um, first thing, uh, wow, this was a fun game. Roller coaster, but in a good way. This wasn't a James Winston roller coaster. It was a roller coaster in which it was back and forth. Not James went to through P three pick, and now we have to get ourselves out of the out of the hole. And I think that's the difference is that we would have lost that game with Jameis. We would have lost it. It would have been a blown out. It would have been the Saints game last year. I think that's what it would have been, where we were all mad. It would have been a Saints game. Prime? Hey, I, 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 I mean, look, I agree with you. The only game I can actually think of, off the top of my head, that Jameis had a good roller coaster um, would have been the, the Rams game last year. But yeah. that's one game in four years, um, four or five years, how long it was. But yeah, this is a roller coaster where we watch other teams and it turns into a shootout. And you're just watching it like, oh man, it's just a damn good game. And I, I'm just wondering who's gonna land the last, who's gonna land the last blow, right? And yeah. it was us. Yeah, but that's because of Tom. Who actually, he actually matches the record of James Winston now with five touchdowns in a single game. That's, so that's true. Cool. That's true. record. What else you I got, John? Um, for um, this was probably the worst game from Winfield and Sean Murphy bunting. But Sean Murphy bunting, it wasn't all this fall. You know, there was some luck in there. But this was probably the worst game we've seen of Winfield, Anton Winfield. Yeah. Uh, he was um, silent at this game. His, he Hall of, his Hall of Fame bust is on uh, hold right now. Uh, yeah. You know, finally, he <laughs> you know, he didn't have a, he didn't necessarily have a bad game. I, but you know, he, I, was, he was just, you know, he wasn't, like, as active as he usually has, you know, for the past three weeks. But something like that happens, you know, is it's you're, you're bound to have that run rookie game where it's like you're gonna have that bad game it was bound to happen you know happens with every rookie good prime so um here's here's the um here's what i want to say about about uh winfield now i won't know this until we can actually see like later in the week when we see the all 22 but uh, some of those plays where i where it looks like winfield busted coverage like he he, he screwed something up um it there were like two of them that i looked at and went back to look at them and it wasn't him one of them the very first big bomb that well uh that was on uh whitehead winfield yeah. was in the vicinity i believe it's covered two. i believe it's covered two, and they just called a damn good they just called a damn good route against cover two but still whitehead should have got deeper winfield uh he carried his coverage toward um that route which was it kind of which is going up trailing uh over to the left and Winfield carried his coverage that way but that was a white that was a white that was a whitehead bust um I would like to see but I, I still agree with you this is not this is probably his worst game um his worst game because he didn't get a sack his worst game because he didn't get a uh yeah. a pick his worst game because you didn't see him flash you know uh coming up and, and stopping the run like like, it, like he didn't have a bad game he just didn't have what we come to expect which is a little crazy uh yeah. you, you know it's <laughs> <laughs> like where's your sack and interception and fumble return for a touchdown every like, game we need, that <laughs> we need that defensive look of the year like plays like we need the we need the highlight reel yeah yeah i don't he, think i don't what, think what he what he didn't do as well this game is erasing the mistakes of the players in front of him in the past yeah. few weeks there were plays that they might not be highlight plays but somebody in front of him messed up and Winfield was able to have the tackle on uh, on the running back or uh, the or, or the wide receiver. He raced the mistakes. And this game, um, I don't 
think he was able to do that as much. And now let's give him credit also. He would have had a sack on the play that he got the, that uh, he got the penalty on. So when they uh, mm. chop blocked him, I'm going to give him credit for I'm going to give him credit for forcing the chop block. Yeah, that wasn't a chop block. That was, <laughs> that was a complete gimme penalty. The Bucks had Listen, a couple of gimme, gimme penalties. Yes, that was a gimme penalty for all the BS that was, that went on in the first half. Yeah, that that ninety-seven yard drive, and the and then you know I think they converted third and long like three times, and one of them the Carlton Davis pass interference. Like when the ref threw the flag, he didn't even see him. Like he never even grabbed him. He put his hands on him like twice, like just to you know I'm gonna look in the backfield. I'm going to touch you so I know where you are when I'm not looking at you. And Charles Davis is like, oh, you can't touch him. You can't. Like, Give me a break, man. Like, yeah, it's after the five yard line. You can't touch him after the five to five yards. Yeah, you can't. You can't with grab much, him yeah. and you can't block him. But, you know, the SMB touchdown with, you know, in the corner uh, where the guy barely got his feet in the big tight end from Stetson just down the road for me. Go Hatters. Uh, like Sean Murphy, Budding had his hands all over him the whole time. And Charles Davis say anything about that. He didn't say, well, that's pass interference. But Davis is uh, kind of personality. I think that's his like reputation, you know, affecting a, you know, that reputation, you know. Don't make any waves. Yeah. Yeah. All right. John. But, but uh, I gotta else? say though, um I w- I gotta say, um, rookie uh, other guys I won um injuries, you know, kind of sucks. But uh I gotta say Keyshawn Vaughn didn't didn't wasn't that bad as a uh third down back. Wasn't that bad. Keyshawn Vaughn, not bad. Not the best, but I would say pretty good. But Tyler Johnson, on the other hand, uh, red flag with him. Red flag with him. It's not a red flag. He's only got one ball thrown to him in two games. And, yeah, but you know, he, he only targets this game, and he was active. That's that's not his fault. That's not his fault. Brady doesn't throw him the ball. Like, John, if you he, and I, if you, me, and Prime go out in the front yard and throw the ball, and I throw them all to Prime, is it your fault that you didn't get any catches? Is he getting open, though? Maybe he's just like, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm not going to, like, I don't know. But until I see if he's getting open or not, I'm definitely not saying he's a red flag. Would I like to see more out of him? Yeah. I would have, but he didn't get thrown the ball. So what am I going to do? It's a, it's a Gronk Fournette argument all over again. Like Fournette had one run, one. It just happened to go to the house. Oh, RB one. It's like, really? Next game. Which one of those two yard runs from Fournette did you like the best? Which one of the seven? 100 yards this game. So congrats, Rojo, your first hundred yard game. But I'm with you on Keyshawn Vaughn. You know, yeah. uh, he had some things where, like, oh, he could have got a little more there. But of course, the big touchdown, which was a difficult catch, yeah. and he picked up a big third down uh, on a checkdown uh, uh, and and got up the field and and broke some tackles. He he, rem- like I, I I like him. I like him. Like after mm-hmm. that third down catch, pick up the first down. I'm like, I'm like third down back of the future. Third down back of the future. I, I, like I like what I saw, and he's probably going to get. Sean McCoy is gone this year he's he's the new third down back you might see him a lot in chicago because fournette's not you know maybe maybe not maybe mccoy mccoy has an anchor with lisa mccoy he could be out again he could be out you know yeah. for the for the and uh yeah you know because we have two like it was only him and ronald jones out like almost that for a good part of the game like holy crap only two running backs yeah yeah and we still won and yeah. Chargers were at full strength. But that's because Rojo had 100 yards, though, so not bad for him. You know, he's 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 keeping that number one spot for for a good while. It, good game, it, good game all yeah. around, John. Anything yeah. else you got for us? Um, um, I gotta say though, uh, the the refs are not 
The refs are pretty bad, though. I, I'm still mad about that pass to Carlton Davis. I that was not. I swear, I swear, if we would have had the challenge flag still this year. That would have been a challenge. I would have thrown that challenge flag. We still have that. And you would have won. All right, John, man. Good to see you. We'll see you next week. Keep your, right. keep your you Richie on lockdown. All right. See you later. Go Bucks. Go, Go Bucks. Bucks. All right. Well, anyone in the chat, uh, we have an open queue. So I'm going to drop the link one more time. I've been dropping it pretty regularly because uh, I wanted to make sure I did my job. Um, and so somebody Prime. asking for uh, Brent to uh, call in. Yeah, people have been asked for Brent to call in the whole time. I think he's on the road. Like, he's actually in a car. Uh, I don't know why he hasn't called in. Uh, maybe his maybe his wife won't let him. Maybe the kids are sleeping, you know, in the back. <laughs> and he's on, yeah. like, a nine... He's, like, on a nine-hour car ride, and every, yeah. you know, every minute you get with the kids not fighting in the back seat is, is worth its weight in gold, whatever that weight actually is. Um, so... We've heard from fans. We sort of had our, our, our first impressions. After talking to everyone, listening to me, uh, what do you got? Like, was the defense as bad as, as it felt, at least for me? You know, I, it felt like the, the defense, you know, didn't live up to their standard. Uh, or was it more of, of what the Chargers, you know, game plan was? Um, is, there, is, is there any unsung heroes, possibly, that we haven't talked about that you want to bring up? This is the part where Brent's good so, at. I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> now, so here, here's what I think, man. The yeah. credit to the Chargers for a great game plan, flat out. They, they, their game plan was to get the ball out of Herbert's hands uh, pretty quickly. Um, I, I, once again, I think that overall, the defense actually did a good job in the second half. I mm-hmm. believe that, and I, and I really got to go back and look at the tape to see, but I believe that we did not blitz, we did not pressure as much in the first half um, as we normally do, and that allowed Herbert to get more comfortable. They mm-hmm. still executed a great game plan, and like you said, they got they really got some breaks. And I'm not talking about the refs. We're talking about just some of those lucky breaks uh, yeah. where Carlton Davis played perfect coverage. I'm not going to blame Davis for playing perfect coverage and Keenan Allen just making a damn good catch. Yeah, There's, spectacular I mean, catch. It's, it's just, that's just the way. Yeah, it's just a spectacular. That's, We've that's, seen that's a catch of the year like that. candidate. And that's the, a catch the of the year candidate. Great coach. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Could be catch of the year. So with plays like that, I'm not going to blame the defense for not coming up with that interception. It's not their best game, but I also don't think that this was Bowles' best called game. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you want him to blitz um, more in the first half? Um, specifically, specifically the pressure, like leaning, in, in, especially considering the injuries the Chargers had on their offense, right? And and the rookie quarterback, even though he's a damn good rookie, um, I I would have liked to have seen pressure, and I think that the second half bears out that it was worth trying to, you know? Um, yeah. It was not hard, worth it. Hard to argue with the data that we have. We have someone in the queue, Prime. So, Prime, before I bring in Steve, hey, Steve, good to see you. Uh, so, I've always wondered this, and this is my assumption. Your parents were a fan of high-grade stakes. <laughs> They actually do love top level sticks. Okay. So they named their son after them. <laughs> uh, it's a it, hey, it's a family name. I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you how I got it uh, later. I'll tell you how I got it next time. Yep. Yeah. No one else. No one else cares. All right, Steve, quit walking around and get your hand out of the camera. We're bringing you up. 
What up? Hey, Steve. How are you, man? What you got for us? Chilling, man. I'm good. Hey, uh, I know you, you and myself, it seems like I'm not a crazy big fan of uh, Lee DeKemper. I feel like that dude, my he's probably hating life right now. Like <laughs> Tom Brady had a great game, and then Rojo ran for over 100 yards at a great game. He probably hates life right now. I feel like he's more of a Winston fan than he is a Bucks fan, but um, we'll leave it at that. Uh, well, wait, wait, before before you continue, I will tell you exactly what Lee will will complain about uh, in the articles. Probably already up now. Uh, Tom Brady bails out the deep. Tom Brady bails out the defense. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's what that's what it'll be. He didn't like the defensive showing in Denver until someone corrected him. Like yeah, he thought the yeah. defense played poorly in yeah. Denver. Yeah, I mean, based on I, what, dude? It's Lee DeKemper. Like I don't know what to tell you, man. Like you know, it's he just goes off what he. I go off what I see. No, you go off what you think you see because you don't know what you're looking at. You just don't, and you've proven it for over a decade. And okay, I'm not gonna go off on the guy. Okay, anyway. I do listen to their pod with Ira, and mostly it's just to listen to Ira and and Lee get everything wrong. That's why I listen to it. And Steve Isbitt's got to go. Steve. Yeah, I like Steve. I'll tell you this, and this is this is this is not to this is not to try to pile, uh, pile on, uh, but just being honest, I listen. Well, all right, I don't want to be negative. Listen, some people <laughs> go off of narrative more than more than what's actually happening. They believe in storylines. They believe in narrative, and so if they've already decided on a the narrative, they're going to pick every single thing they can, twist it to fit mm-hmm. the narrative, as opposed to looking at the freaking game and saying, okay, what happened and why did it happen? And why did this other thing not happen? Those are legitimate questions to ask. But I I actually, I had to step away from some podcasts because I would find myself in my car wanting to punch my radio. So I I had to just, for the sake of my car, the sake of my wife not being angry at me for breaking the car, I had to step away. Yes, twisting the narrative to fit your story is the only thing I do that in is when I'm talking to my girl. And not that, but that that's a very that is the that is a perfect use of that's the only that's the only time it's acceptable. (laughs) Baby, you're wrong and let me tell you why. (laughs) I don't I had to minimize my podcast as well because I feel like they just regurgitate a bunch of the same stuff that I hear. And I'm not trying to listen to the same shit over and over just with different words. You know what I mean? Like I don't want something unique, which is why I listen to you guys actually calling a few times, but uh I, I wanted to ask you guys, what you guys thought about uh, Scotty Miller? I feel like, honestly, we got to give Jason Light some credit. I know it's just one game, but it's not just it's a six-round pick. And, no, that's not, I know he's had some drops like throughout the year that I feel I feel like some of them were catchable. But anyways, I feel like for a six-round pick, you're getting a lot of production for him. Justin Watson had a good game, too. What was he, like a fifth-round pick? or He was a day-three pick. Yeah, I know he was a day-three day pick, but I, we need to give Jason Light credit. I mean, I don't know if it was B.A. or him. People can say what they want, but... But at the end of the day, I don't know. I, he has to get some credit for that. How do you think about? What do you think about Scotty Miller? I thought, you know, I talked about it a little bit earlier. I think Scotty Miller was non-existent. They went in halftime, and Tom Brady said, "I want to throw the ball to Scotty Miller." And they came out and threw the ball to Scotty Miller. Look, the Chargers play a huge. They play lots of zone defense, and they usually play a deep zone. Usually play a cover three deep zone. And what they do is they they are not going to let you beat them over the top. And you saw it when Brady went deep to to Scotty early on. He was he was totally covered. When you know they missed the field goal in that first shot deep, and Scotty got behind him, I was shocked. 
I was, I was amazed. I was, I, I, and I was really happy. And then, you know, the very next play, Scotty Miller, it looks like he was running against the 2015 Buccaneers secondary. No one in the picture. The only on the TV screen, the only person there was Scotty Miller. No one was around him. So I thought Scotty Miller played great. I wanted him in my fantasy draft. He would a guy I would start at flex every single, every single. He's leading the team in, in yards. I, I think even I after today. You know, you you got Godwin and you got Evans and you got Gronk and you got Howard and I think I think he's still leading the team in yards. So yeah, uh, Brent and I talked to Lars Anderson who ghost wrote the book BA's Quarterback Whisperer book, the Quarterback Whisperer, and he told us off air that there's this guy, a small guy who's really fast and BA's really high on, and it had to be Scotty Miller because he just got drafted and he was the only guy that fit, that fit that thing. So Brent and I were really high on him year one. He didn't kind of really show up or do anything and had the hamstring problems. But, you know, in comes Tom Brady and, you know, they become bestie buddies like they eat, you know, they eat from the same ice cream cone. They pass it back and forth. And, yeah, I'm glad he's here. And I think he's he's going to continue. He's going to continue to, you know, give you double digit points in fantasy week after week more more than he's not. Prime. Yeah, he has. Oh, I, I, actually, I just uh, went ahead and put a claim on Scotty Miller as you were talking uh, <laughs> in, my, in my fantasy league. So, uh, <laughs> so Scotty, uh, barring somebody else picking him up, he'll be playing for me next week. No, man, look, Scotty, Scotty, and uh, Tom had a connection from the start. Um, you know, Scotty is a real uh, lunch pail kind of guy. You know, first in, first out. Um, and, and it works and it really, really works with Tom. And he happens to be probably one of the fastest freaking dudes in the league. At some point, teams will actually respect his, they're going to respect his, his speed because they're, they're, as a cornerback, you're not keeping up with him. There's no freaking way. Yeah. And it's going to open up everything under the middle. And that's what I thought they were going to do today. Like I thought they were going to jet Scotty down the hash and then just throw in that empty spot that as he carried the, uh, you know, the cornerback deep and then the safety would have to come over because they're not going to let him get behind him. So Steve, anything else before we give our swords and skulls? Yeah, I, um, I wanted to, uh, hold on. Let me, let me let you go. I'll talk to you guys later myself. All right, man. Go Bucks. Oh, Thanks for I'll talk to you guys okay. Thank you. Hope the sound's yeah, hope. okay. Hey, uh, Brent posted in the uh, he posted news in the in the chat. OJ ruptured Achilles. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that a few times, uh, and I, I I wasn't I just wanted to I really just didn't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> to be honest, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah that that hurts, you know. Uh, but you know that's that's uh, that's season ending. Like he's done um, for yeah. the season. But uh, I was when I was watching the game and I saw OJ Howard go out, you know, and, it, and he looked he was just sitting on the cart. So he looked like I was optimistic by the way he looked, uh, you know, because I'm a I'm, I'm, did I'm a visual, see, did you I'm see a visual doctor. <laughs> no, I did not. No, I didn't. I don't know. I don't I, I, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know which play. I don't know which play he got hurt on. Um, I was and I asked a few different people, like, when did he get hurt? You know, mm. because I, I don't, I didn't think it was on that bomb. Um, and at this point, uh, obviously we need uh, Gronk. We're going to see a bunch, a lot more of Bray. I have a feeling that that Brady's going to like Bray because he's not as athletic as OJ, obviously. Um, but he's very dependable. He's extremely yeah, dependable. Ball. He'll catch the ball. And talk yes. about another. So, talk about another. Talk I, about I another gift. Okay. Talk about another gift for the Buccaneers. OJ Howard fumbled that ball straight up. Oh hell yes, fumbled that ball. He absolutely <laughs> fumbled that ball. That was one and of the times I was over I here saw, losing my mind. 
I I saw the replay, you know, like, and they said, well, the only reason way they could like, you know, not be a fumble is if he gets touched. And they show the replay before they go to commercial. And thank God Cheryl was out of the house. I was like, ah, of course I didn't scream that. Ah. And I ran outside and like powered down two cigarettes. <laughs> like I smoked them so fast, I was back in time for the next play. In two minutes, two cigarettes. Like it was a world record. Try that at home, kids. Bro, you might have had the actual cigarette. <laughs> now, All I'll right. say this. It was yeah. a gift getting the to get the, the fumble. At the same time, Tom Brady absolutely got the ball, got the snap off before yeah. the damn whistle. So yeah. and that, that might have never freaking happened. And that might have been the thinking. You know, yeah, that might have been the, the thinking. The refs are over there and just like, you know what? You know what? We up this up. Let's just yeah. uh let's just give it back to him. Yeah. He gave himself up because he fell down and he wasn't trying right. to get up as quickly <laughs> as possible. <laughs> He was not trying to get up as quickly as possible to get more yardage. He was obviously giving himself. He was just getting up to go back to the huddle. Duh. Why would he have fumbled it then? Yeah. Hey, he was getting up really quickly to get back to the huddle to find the next play. It's yeah. obvious, right? Obvious. Otherwise, yeah. he would have dropped the ball and tried to get the ball back. Um, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's not like he looked for it, you know, like, you know, his life flashed for his eyes. Oh, wait. <laughs> but anyways, all right. Uh, let's wrap this up. Thank you for everyone that came into the video chat. You really helped us out because of no phone calls. So everyone in chat, uh, go ahead and put down your swords and skulls for the game. Uh, this is an homage to what the buck he used to do that, uh, old school Derek Fournier sword is the good one, which means your MVP or unappreciated player of the game and skulls is the bad one. Uh, the person who does not deserve their game check and should be cut from the team immediately. So, Prime, I will go to you first. <laughs> who do you got for your swords right. and skulls? Uh, first of all, yep, I should have should have written this down before we hopped on. But yeah, uh, Br- I do that to Brent every time, and Brent, uh, Brent goes, "You've only had an hour to think about it." I'm like, <laughs> I forget we do it. Like, I forget we do it. <laughs> right. Like we've been talking for an hour. I haven't been planning this for an hour. There's a difference, okay? Yeah. Um, the sword. I, I think there's probably three different people who get a sword, but I'm gonna go sword. I'm going Levante David. I'm going Levante David. I think when the when the game could have completely gotten out of hand, he had several very key stops um, that played a role in, in saving the game. Yeah, yeah. Somebody I heard somebody call him uh, King David. And which he is, King David. He's Jewish. You know, I I think he is actually. He look he looks Jewish. Yeah, he like right. If you every time he takes off, he has a little yarmulke down. <laughs> he does. So does... <laughs> <laughs> he does. That's the funny thing. Yeah, he was raised as a wee Jewish lad, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just couldn't. He couldn't get the curls down. So you know, he's not orthodox. <laughs> So who's your uh, who's your skull? I'm not letting you get away. Uh, skull. I'm going to go. Hey, it's not all his fault, but uh, still, SMB. SMB, SMB. really? You you and you, you're gonna have yeah, to expound look, on that. You can't give up. So you can't give up two touchdowns as mm-hmm. a cornerback. Yeah. Um, especially one of them is for fact a one of them is for fact a, an absolute blown coverage by you. Um, mm-hmm. You can't give it two touchdowns and not be at least on the high list of the finishing list for being the skull. So SMB had two two touchdowns given up and a couple other uh, big plays that he just missed on. He may be playing hurt. He may not. Um, but he's part. He's 14 points out of the whatever they scored, 31 
points. SMB is 14 points, of the, 14 of those points. That's not good. That's, you know, in hockey terms, that's not a good plus minus. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's damn near half their points. Hey, do you know that Tyler Johnson has as many catches as Tyler Johnson? <laughs> I read that, man. It was, it was one of those interesting stats. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Johnson, uh, the center, uh, second line center for the, uh, maybe third line center. Uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning, had as many NFL catches as the Bucks' fourth round pick this year, Tyler Johnson. So, uh, all right, so our swords and skulls for me. I put it off long enough. Uh, I'm gonna give my sword to like Levante David. He definitely deserves it. Uh, if you wouldn't have picked him, I would have picked him. I got to give it to Tom Brady. You know, I don't like to go sort of chalk on this, but five touchdowns, and I said it two times, and I'll say it again. If Tom Brady's not the quarterback of this team, we don't win this game. Period. End of story. It just yeah, doesn't. Facts. It doesn't. It doesn't happen. Uh, f- so for my skull, uh, let's see. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to give the Jordan Whitehead. Um, you know, yeah. I'm just gonna have to give the Jordan Whitehead. Uh, I thought there's not really anybody in the offense I can point to. Um, I could probably give to Donovan Smith, and people would agree with me, even though he had a good game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, like, you yeah, know, they, they would give Donovan Smith the lifetime achievement skull. Yes, yes, they would. Yeah, <laughs> mail him one along with the gift with the I'm sorry card. But for next week, here's a here's a skull because you're gonna be back on it with one of those Day of the Dead carved in skulls. Um, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna give it to Whitehead. Uh, that coverage might have been worse than SMB's coverage. Uh, he never even looked at the receiver, never took his eyes off Herbert, and then he never took his eyes off the ball path. Like I don't even know how he was even near the receiver yeah. because he never looked at him, never tried to close the gap, never it, it was it was like he was an outfielder running to catch a foul ball, but knew it was gonna land in the stands. Like he gave no effort whatsoever. <laughs> like I'm running over here because I'm supposed to, but I'm not even gonna try to make a play on the ball. Um and then, you know, there was a sack that he yeah. missed. It wasn't really his fault. That was a good play by Herbert, uh, you know. And then uh, there was something else that he did. It was probably his fault on that blown zone coverage. Everything's Jordan Whitehead fault. Whitehead, Whitehead, Whitehead. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember. He had a, he had a, yeah. he had another gaffe that that was that was a uh, pretty big that I can't remember. But um, again, at the end of it, it's a win. It's it's a it's a win that we the you know buck teams in the past like don't win. I don't know if there's a buck team ever wins that game because that, yeah, that's not a bucks win game. No, because even like the two thousand Buccaneers, you know the late ninety Buccaneers, they can't they can't score that many points. You know if the defense yeah. sort of falls on their face, you know. So you know three and one uh, going in Chicago in very four short days, which is going to be awesome. We only got to wait four days to see this team again. Uh, go on and get Nick Foles. Uh, since it's such a short week, do you have sort of anything to l- be looking forward to at the Chicago game? I know you haven't done any official scouting, and neither have I. But yeah. Uh, yeah, like, what? Just what are your general feelings? Uh, how you think the Bucks are going to do going in that Chicago game? So, initial thoughts on that game. Uh, one, based on this game, um, the way the offensive line played the game, specifically Joe Bosa, uh, who's a one of the best pass rushers in the league. That makes me feel better when we got Mac coming. In, you know, are we going to uh, play against Mac and their pass rush? If the offensive line can put up a game like this back to back. 
mm-hmm. then we win that game. I, I, I flat out believe we win that game. I think the loss of OJ makes um, means that we need Godwin as back as as back as back as quick as we can get him back. And right. let's hope that uh, Mike, who by the way is an honorary sword for this game, um, let's yeah. hope that Mike is able to bounce back really quick um, and actually be Mike. Because uh, once again, with Tom Brady back there, I don't, I don't, I don't give a damn who they have on on defense over there. They're not going to do anything with Mike Evans. So we need we need Godwin back. If the offensive line plays the way they played, we're good. And I don't really give a crap about Nick Foles' magic or whatever <laughs> the hell is going on up there. Blitz the hell out of him. Blitz him and ju- and make him prove it. Make him beat you. Because I, I don't think there's many quarterbacks who, and many offensive lines, who could stand up under the blitz packages that we have and keep their quarterback alive. There aren't many. So make the Bears prove that they can do it. Don't don't sit back off of we need to we need to blitz them coming off the bus, period. I like it. Uh I think we're gonna be so beat up, uh Buck fans will be okay with a loss. Uh OJ's gone. Um, oh, I wanted to say this. Our major injuries have hit the three deepest rooms. So we're very lucky for that. Yes. You know, it hit yes. the running back room. It's hit the wide receiver room and it's hit the tight end room. And that's where we were like incredibly deep. So, you know, again, kudos to Jason Light uh, for building that depth. Um, I don't think Godwin comes back in time because it's a short week. There's a chance that Mike yeah. doesn't play. He's not going to be 100%. No OJ Howard. Uh, so we're going to have to rely on Gronk and Brait, uh And Tanner Hudson's going to come into the mix a lot now because Anthony O'Claire. Oh, maybe Anthony O'Claire can come back. I have to check into that. Uh, but Tanner Hudson will yeah, be up yeah, again as, this week. As a blocker, yeah, we need him. Yeah, so it'd be nice to get Anthony O'Claire back. Uh, I don't know. I think McCoy came back, but he's probably going to be on the injury report all week. Uh, you don't know if Fournette's going to come back, so it might be, you know, in that guy we brought up uh, to return kicks, you know, took took a, took a shot to the head. He might be in concussion protocol and not, might be back. So I think going to this game, we're going to be banged up, short week, got to travel. Uh, I expect the Bucks as long as you don't turn over the ball, I think we win. Um, I think our defense is that good and, and sort of like if the offense sort of stays out of its own way. And I think it's a, it, it's they're going to try to depend a lot on on Ronald Jones uh, again. And Ronald Jones needs to catch the ball. And he also needs to turn around when he goes out on those swing passes. So, like putting your back to the cornerback. Yes. And of course and, you're gonna dro- of course you're gonna drop the ball because you think you're gonna get railed. Like you don't you can't see him. Like they teach you that when you're eight. Like you you face up field and turn this way. You don't <laughs> turn your back to the corner. Like what is that? It, it's just not natural to him. The the things that that people but do, you tell but you uh, coach it to him. <laughs> just just turn. I mean it's not. It. Like just turn around in the moment. I think our, our, our Ronald Jones in the moment of, of running routes and catching the ball falls back to bad habits. This is why also what I think with with Chicago is I think we're going to get a we're going to get a decent helping of Vaughn because of what he showed yeah. in the in the passing game. So I'm, I'm yeah. talking uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Vaughn ended up with like 13 touches. 12, if 13 Vaughn touches. Can, if like Vaughn can pick up the blitz, like he'll He's be playing a lot this year. He'll be playing a lot this year. You know, he will yes. be. Yeah. I, I, I like uh, the things I saw him when he got the ball in space, the things that I saw, what he did with it being decisive and knew where he had to be. Speaking of knowing where he had to be, Scotty Miller, just go an extra freaking half yard before you run out of bounds. Like this is like four weeks in a row. Like, did he get the first down? I can't tell. I don't know. Did he have, uh, I think they keep giving it to him because he's supposed to get it. I don't think he gets it. 
there's but listen, a stick. man. Scotty, it's like he's a. Small. It's like he cuts like cut af in after the orange, after the cone, not before the cone, after the cone. to avoid hit, man. One more time. Uh, no, I say I say Scotty is so small that he 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 avoids the hit. Scotty is not taking a hit, bro. He he's too little. He's not taking a hit at all. So he's taking the hit if he if it's third down. He's taking the hit. I don't I don't care if you have to put the brakes on and dive straight forward into the turf. <laughs> Get to the marker, Scotty. This is like four weeks in a row. You're giving me a goddamn heart attack. They're like, maybe he uh, needs to learn to do the reach to to, to do the reach uh, forward. You know, Scotty Miller and Rojo just have to have like a slumber party, socially distanced with mask on, and Scotty teaches Rojo which way to turn <laughs> on a screen pass, and Rojo teaches Scotty where the first down marker is, and everything will be good yeah. in my world until next week. All right, man. Prime, Let me thank you this. so much. Yeah, go ahead. Of course. Uh, quick question. It's Rojo, um, and I can't explain why, but Rojo, I trust to close the game out on the ground. Mm-hmm. That if yeah. we need to close it out, we need to end it out, and if we don't have to, we don't have to worry about passing or anything like that. I actually trust Rojo to do it. I don't have stats to back that up or anything like that. Um, but it's just something about the way that he runs. And uh, it seems like in those moments, it's it's much simpler for him. It's go for it, hit that hole, get three yards, get five yards, fall right. forward, burn clock. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I thought he's been everything any team would want in a back the past two weeks late in the fourth quarter. He, I think he did better than, than Fournette did or has done, except, you know, when Fournette got through the first wave, there was just nobody there, you know, yeah. and he took it to the house. I thought Rojo ran with power and, and, you know, I can't remember which person was on, but it was, it was the last guy uh, talking about how, you know, centers down the field, helping up the running back and, and things like that. Uh, Rojo's making the offensive line start to push the pile. You know, yes. you, you saw it early where like he'd be fighting. He's the only one and everyone's standing around. And then worse who, you know, came from Iowa was like worth, he even did it today. At one point he's like, got like Rojo underneath his shoulder pads and like carrying him. <laughs> it's Rojo's back. Yes, to the goal. Yes, he's, like, yes. he's like carrying him forward and they just blew the whistle. And I was like, why you blow the whistle? <laughs> but, but now no, you see, yeah, more- they shouldn't have blown that dead. Yeah, now you see more and more of the Buccaneers, like the offensive linemen, when there's, you know, a pile up and a scrum and a standstill, uh, they're starting to understand, which is a little weird to take them this long, but they're pushing him forward. And Rojo's balance with people on his back seems to be really good because it's not just a pile falls forward and you get an extra yard, yard and a half, two yards. Like they're getting like four and five yards off the push, which is really cool to see. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think I think that's a I think that's a growing respect from the offensive line for Rojo. Like yep. I think the offensive line loves runs like last week when they carried what like eight yards or something. Um they love that that type those type of runs. That yeah. offensive linemen live for that stuff, man. So I think he's I think he is earning their respect as a runner that he's not going to just fall down at the first point of contact. And so they're gonna they're gonna help him uh get get across the hundred yard mark. All right, Pyron, we've been on for an hour and 20 minutes. Let's wrap this up. Where, thank you so much for first coming in and substituting. Are you substituting for me or are you substituting for Brent? Am I substituting for Brent and you're substituting for me or so are you So sub- Brent, Brent told me I was substituting for you. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. I was another, another, you, man. another Brentism, making decisions <laughs> without consulting me whatsoever. That affects me totally. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for subbing for me. 
uh, tell everybody where they can find you out there. Uh, cause prime's one of the best man. Uh, you know, not, I don't want to say not a lot of emotion, but not a lot of emotional takes. He thinks about what he's, what he's going to say and he knows what he's looking at. So if you want to, if you got a question, um, and you don't run it, want to run it by me first, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but if you don't, <laughs> Prime's a good guy to go to. So where can everyone find you out there on social media? Oh man, you can uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, Prime is at, at Prime underscore one one six. So Prime underscore one one six. So come and holler at me. We'll talk about everything. All right, and you can find me, of course, on Twitter at Rendax R E N underscore D A X T. I'm always down to talk Buccaneers football. But if your take's too hot or you don't want to put it out there in the Twitter sphere, feel free to slide in my DMs, and I will talk Buccaneers football there as well. If you want to get in touch with the show, I have no idea how to do this. Uh, it's at the Pewtercast across all social medias: Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, and the Pewtercast at gmail.com. If you want to email us. Uh, we'll have a show coming up. Uh, it's going to be condensed. So, you know, we'll have these two shows in the next four days coming out. Uh, when Brent gets home, he'll uh, put this together and throw it up on the pod. Uh, but I will send out a tweet and let everybody know that until then, you can watch it here on YouTube. Until then, everyone, Buccaneers 38, Tom Brady five touchdowns, the Cheating Chargers 31. Go <laughs> Bucks. I can't go, go Bucks. Bucks. <laughs>